<laughs> Skittle Not North American Champion. Skid Skadiddle. I would not know that at all. Skid Skadiddle. <laughs> Got that shit to hit you, man. Listen. You might profile pro little. Listen, I'm sitting here. I just Googled NXT North American Champion. Wikipedia has this shit as current champion Leon Ruff. Well, that goes to show you how often Wikipedia is updated. They ain't watching it. They ain't watched the shit as long as you have. Uh, well, <laughs> that's what happens. What you want me to say? Cameron Grimes. Say I told to you so. the me. Wait. They got Cameron Grimes out here looking like an investment banker. So Cameron Grimes just won the, at, at, I guess, a takeover. Yeah, Solo lost last night because that still has Cameron Grimes as a title holder for 11 days. That's that fuck shit. Oh, so Pete, damn, I really want to talk about this shit now, but we we in the pre-roll and that would take a, a topic off of the show. But. I mean, we can start the show now, honestly. I mean, I like starting the bitch with pre-roll anyway. Like it, it seems it seems very organic. Well, who says we can't? But, but who, who says we can't start the show with pre-roll? It's our shit. Well, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, these are truths. I have to tell you this shit all the time. Fuck them. We don't care about. Look, this is our list. Rules. Fuck, fuck your rules. Matter exactly. of fact, there is the marker. Go ahead. So look, you know this whole story that broke about Cody Rhodes and what the projected Bro. games are. Oh, I, I I feel some kind of way even talking about this, but go ahead. Okay, <clears throat> here's. Here's what I've done in my very brief and non-extensive research into this. Okay. Apparently, the dude that broke the story is way more credible than some of these other people we've been getting breaking news from. Non-boss? Like, yeah. Like, someone in the tweet, right underneath it, literally lists all the people this guy's more credible than. <laughs> and that non-boss cap was one of them. <laughs> I'm sure... Uh... Uh, Meltzer is another one. Yeah. If matter of fact, let me see if I can pull it. Shut up. The tweet verified dude supposed to be legit with his news. I'm like, I right, cool, because I'm not really used to input from him or input with his name on it as far as verified. But um, so the date with the uh, money in the bank be like July second, and then him literally immediately cashing that shit in for the fourth of July. What the fuck does the 4th of July have to do with Cody Rhodes? Other than the fact he looks like Homelander. <laughs> Number one, the 4th of July for wrestling has been synonymous with the Great American Bash. That's it. So, Pete, I understand WWE typically will hot shot some shit for ratings. Like, they did it with Bobby Lashley and they did it with Big E. But there's a big difference between Bobby Lashley and Big E and Cody Rhodes. I'll let listeners figure out what that is. So, <laughs> right. So, you're going to tell me that you're going to beat the longest reigning champion of the modern era, a unified champion who beat Brock Lesnar. Who has been undefeated. Has, has been undefeated, undefeated since regaining the championship, the first one. I, look. They say that man ain't been pinned in almost a thousand days. And we gonna get this away on free TV? Wait, wait, wait. 
was just mentioned and haphazardly haphazardly starred as a younger version of himself and Young Rock this past week. Then there's that. Which <laughs> I'm not I'm not necessarily convinced that Rock versus Roman has to be for the title. I'm just under the impression that I don't see anybody who should be beating Roman Reigns anytime soon. However, I, I will do one better on that one. I'm gonna double down on this one. If we do, okay, which we've been predicting, I want to see Rock versus Roman, not for the unified, undisputed WWE Universal Championship, but for something bigger. The position of head of the table and tribal chief. Okay, so there's your WrestleMania main event. The And because it's The Rock and it's essentially his retirement match, it is... You can get away with that. I'm cool with that. All right. <clears throat> but July 4th is not the date that makes so much sense with him. So follow my logic. Dusty Rhodes versus superstar Billy Graham for the WWF world title took place in 1977. Do you happen to know the date besides the year? Uh, I'm going to take a stab. July 6th? Nope. Would you like to make another guess? I, I got to prep myself. Hold, please. <laughs> there you go. There uh, you go. Let's see here. Uh, August 19th. No. I, I don't know. No green September slime. September 26th. Hey, that's my dad's birthday. Rest in peace, Pops. See, cool shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so September 26th is the date of Superstar Billy Graham versus Dusty Rhodes. The match in question that Cody is referencing on his, you know, not quite so hard times promo. <laughs> now, do you happen to know what day of the week that falls on this year? September the 26th? Or... Yes. Uh, September 26th. I actually, I actually have a calendar out right now. That's actually a Monday. Ding, 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 ding. And if, if, uh, no, I can find this tweet because I know it, well, it's not a tweet, it's an Instagram post. So going to WWE's situation on the gram because you know they fucks with us heavy. <laughs> Boy, do they ever. As I'm looking and I'm scrolling. <laughs> they fucks with us and they fucks with Wales us. Wales will... Right. Both and both. This, this, both of them are correct. Yes. Breaking news. Wales will host the United Kingdom's first major oh. WWE stadium event in 30 years at Cardiff's Principality Stadium on Saturday, September 3rd, 2022. And you know something major is going to happen in Cardiff, Wales for that event. <clears throat> so, um, dude, uh, <laughs> if I'm going to put my money, first of all, Cody winning money in the bank is, is, is a good way to get him to where he's going, but I'd actually book it differently because he's, he's very much for drama. So I think we should do that on this episode. We should book po Cody's path to greatness. I don't. I don't. I, uh, well, his road. His roads to the top. Ah, huh, I like it. 
But here's it. <laughs> oh man, retired retiring trips. Chief Hit him ever. with that shit one time. Here's the thing. So yeah. <sighs> oh shit, Swerve, turn up, man. <laughs> as as we watch Dynamite live, man, and dust and dust off his hands in the process, and then the Millie rocks. <laughs> ah, <laughs> he clowned uh, I don't. I'm not so sure. I actually like that. Cody wins Money in the Bank simply because a now it's out there, and b we know WWE would do some shit, but just because it is out there, they do some shit to be like, here, hold my beer. I'm gonna show you what this do. <laughs> but he don't need to win Money in the Bank to get to the championship because he don't. Because if you historically, if you go back the last few years. The last person to really hold on to the Money in the Bank contract, I think it was Oscar that did. Mm-hmm. Becky gave it to Oscar. I don't remember how long Oscar held it before she cashed it in, but it wasn't very long. Okay, it wasn't long. Okay, okay, so that okay, so that goes back to my original point then. So no one's been holding on to the Money in the Bank contract. No uh, one's won it. Well, okay, back in the days when it was the latter match was at WrestleMania, no one's held it for the entire year and cashed it in on a main event. Um, the- so, so truthfully speaking, if I if you give it to Cody, I would have him hold it and cash it in for the main event. You just have, you- however, oh, go ahead. What? How dope would it be that if if he actually won Money in the Bank, that they gave him a title match, he actually, he actually won the title match and still held on to the contract. Like there's a I concept. Want him to earn a title match and still hold. I, exactly, but <clears throat> okay, check this pencil in. Him and Seth Rollins are essentially inseparable. So what I would do is I would have Cody be right at the cusp of winning something, and Seth Rollins is always the catalyst for him not winning. <laughs> I so like money that. Money in the bank. Seth doesn't have to win money in the bank. He just has to stop Cody from doing from winning it. I like that. And I mean like Cody, like, so you get the third match. Basically, you get that third installment of Seth versus Cody at SummerSlam. So you get WrestleMania Backlash of the rematch. I'm I'm not um not above putting Seth over in that situation. He's been losing too fucking much anyway. So then they go back and forth. Cody can end up in some shit with The Miz. Matter of fact, The Miz can be the reason that Seth Rollins wins. And now you got two different opponents for Cody to kind of keep him busy. Um, third match. Yeah, give me give me SummerSlam. Uh, Cody goes over. Um, Roman is doing whatever he wants to do at this point. But you kind of see like they, they tease that there's going to be some type of interaction at some point. Very lightly, but you just kind of have them juxtaposed against one another. Seth's, Seth's position on Monday Night Raw with Cody in the ring, even though like, like challenging for a rematch for a match, he, and he had plausible reason why he needed to have a rematch just to make it make sense for him. Um, or you, you can even go with the no contest and backlash. It, do, it really doesn't matter because they book rematches around this bitch willy nilly anyway. I was trying to keep it to a series of three, but whatever. We can get to a series so of now, seven that culminates at next year's WrestleMania if you really want to do that. 
I mean, I, I'm not against the seven match series, but you know, that is what that is. Especially if you're gonna draw them out, cause I, I want them drawn out. I don't want them just seven weeks of TV. I don't want it to do what Sheamus and Cesaro did. Cause Graves, even in his Corey in, in his uh, Matt Striker energy right now, he he's astute enough in the game to where he could actually point out the number of matches within a particular series. These are facts. So, um, well, my whole thing, okay, Survivor Series this year is obviously going to have to be different because you got unified champions all over the place. You got Roman as a unified champion. I assume the Usos are going to be unified tag champs in a minute, which means um, Finn and Ricochet got to do, do some business at some point. What and what do we name that belt? Do we dissolve one? It's, you're just going to dissolve the United States Championship. I don't think any of these are going to be renamed. Like, I think you'll get... a. You should get a brand new belt for Roman just because he deserves it. Especially like if you got a brand new IC belt and nothing else. Well, right. you, have, you have a brand new design on the IC belt. You have a new US, a US Championship belt and the one that's out there is not even the best prototype. There was one okay, better than we, that we, one. We don't care nothing about that. The U.S. belt is going into the fucking Oof. museum after this. That was a rough uh, destroyer. Anyway. And the Intercontinental Championship survives when they merge those two. You get... Because we've been hearing that there are a brand new set of tag belts that nobody's seen. So once this unification goes down, the Usos can get the, those new belts. Roman, Roman can either revive the Undisputed Championship or they can just create him one. Either way, I'm fine. But we got unified champions, which means Survivor Series is going to be different. I say so he maybe carries both belts, but that's me. That's just me. I mean, Randy did that already. And like just carrying two belts, like you can bring back Big Gold by itself. You can bring back the Undisputed Championship by itself, or whichever, or just create him something, which I think would be even better. Same thing with the tag titles. Like you could go back to the old school Heart Foundation demolition tag titles because I love those. Oh man, you whatever about, this you, new concept is. You talking about like the replacement uh, world title belt for Ric Flair? The one that the the uh, the, the the big the yes. big yeah. Yes. <clears throat> here comes the axe. Here comes the smasher. Hell, <laughs> while we're at it, you really want to get Roman like more over and like his de facto heel but really we cheer him type shit bring, bring back, back the winged, the winged eagle, eagle. <laughs> bring back the fucking winged eagle and I guarantee you we got action <laughs> absolutely would have action but Survivor Series you can still do show versus show even though you have unified champions so Raw versus Smackdown which means guess who's gonna be on one team the Usos. You're gonna have the you're gonna have the bloodline plus one. Right. I'll say that. Can be, <laughs> you can have. A, well, to yeah. You have. You have. You actually you have the bloodline. You'll have Roman. You'll have the Usos, and most likely Solo Sokoa. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah. If we gonna bring Solo up, I'm all for it. I ain't gonna argue with you. Cool. Who Who's your fifth man, or do we do five? Now you gotta do five because you gotta keep it traditional. So who um, Who's number five? Hmm. Now, see, that's a that's a weird question only because we know there's probably going to be a draft or a shakeup that happens before Survivor Series. But if we're dealing with the roster just as it is right now, uh, give me 
this yeah, this really hurts that I don't watch enough SmackDown. Uh, and that's all I've been pick, watching lately, sadly. Pick one. Shit. Uh, I don't even know who makes sense. Like the only the only thing that I could see. Nah, that wouldn't even be. That would only be good on the other side. Um, and the, and def, and I, damn show won't happen trying, in November. Um, as I'm trying to. I don't. That's the thing, man. There's not enough on the roster right oh. now. Let's go. Let's go home, Hobbs. Yeah. Shit, son. <laughs> yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Spinebuster action. I pa- I paused it just so you could catch up. So yeah. <laughs> it, it, it ain't it ain't looking good for KL, bro. Nah, bro. It, it ain't looking good at all. I don't okay, even. Okay. I don't want to see the group. Drew. Um, Drew McIntyre for the sake of conversation. Is he gonna be healed by then? Oh, he should be. He should be ready at his breaking point. But he should still have a contentious relationship with with Roman. He wants to be champion, but he's in he's dealing with shit and he's about to turn. Hmm. But again, it's just me. So guess who's on the raw side? I don't give a fuck about the other three you pick, but you're gonna end up with with uh Cody and, and Seth on the same Cody side. and Seth. Uh, probably Randy and or Riddle if yeah Randy, if they're still Riddle a team if they're if they're still a team they should be they should be but I got a it's feeling too good, it's too good not to like that's a WrestleMania match at this point I just have a feeling that them losing the belts is going to be enough to start the rift. Okay, if, if we're shooting at SummerSlam, because I feel like with unified tag champs, you you have enough different options. Like you can stretch a, a, a rematch or however they end up earning a rematch, you can stretch that to SummerSlam. If you want to start the turn at SummerSlam, cool. But the longer you hold off on this, the better. I'll say that. The longer the longer you push this away, the longer you hold off on this, the better it is for everybody. So okay, give me Seth, Cody, AJ. I like that. Randy and Riddle. Yeah, you can you can have them or Street you can somehow fit fit edge into this. Uh, okay, so. If you take off if, Randy and Riddle, put Edge and Damian Priest. Yeah, I'm about to say. So you can you can go Seth, Cody, Edge, Damian Priest, and uh one more. Because those uh, four those four make all the sense in the world. Give me Omos. Or AJ, either one. I I'd rather have AJ, but for the for the purposes Or Lashley. Of, yeah. Lashley makes the most sense. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, give me Lashley. But either way, that that's your main event, and of course, you've got you got to play into the story that that Roman can't beat Seth or can't he's never beaten Seth. So Seth will end up getting eliminated, but not by Roman. <laughs> to all the laughter, but go ahead. <laughs> no dead ass. Okay, <laughs> Superman uh, Superman punch by Roman. Blind tag by Drew, and then a motherfucking Claymore. Claymore. And then, 
Yeah, and then Seth is gone, and Roman is fucking furious. It's and Seth is gone, laughing, pointing at Roman. <laughs> no, Seth, yeah, Seth rolls out to the floor. He gets up, and he, then he points and laughs at Roman. Right. While he's leaving, double crosses Cody. So now Cody takes another L because of Seth. And now Seth is full blown heel again. Facts. I mean, we do we do whatever we want because Seth can turn on a dime. Or really, Seth can be facing. It's like, look, I just I'm gonna make sure you don't ever have success. Hell, Seth and Cody can be a team before next year Wrestle next year's WrestleMania, with or without Cody what? having a belt. Either way, but Cody has to continue taking L's. Oh, you remember the shit where um, damn, which team was that? I think it was Austin and Michaels, where Michaels was fucked up, but Austin would keep winning, so Michaels had to keep wrestling. And what? They, they weren't champions for a second, were they? Yeah, they were. Okay, so they were champions. Cause I know, I know. Uh, I think Cena and Michaels like were Austin, champions for a hot uh, second. Yeah, same, 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 same shit. Like yeah, the first time they, yeah, first time they really did partners that don't fuck with each other as far as the Attitude Era or early Attitude Era. Singles main eventers becoming tag champions. All right, but let me take this shit further, son. We gonna we gonna take it back. We th- we thirty year anniversary this year, right? Yep. So for some uh, for so, uh, SummerSlam. Yes, but I'm all we we passed SummerSlam, so we uh, thirty one year anniversary. But I still want to draw from something from ninety two. Cody needs to be the next to last person in the Royal Rumble. So when we get down to the final four. It's Cody, Seth. Give me two more. For Money in the Bank. No, no, no! For the Royal Rumble, the final oh, for the four. Rumble Final Four, Cody, Seth. Yeah, we 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 did set we did SummerSlam, we did Survivor Series. Now we at the Royal Rumble. We on our road to WrestleMania. Cody, Seth, Bobby Lashley. Uh, I like that. Who who uh, who could who could shit? Or AJ or, deserves a or, Final Four. Or AJ does deserve. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you five. Uh, Orton and AJ and AJ uh, eliminates Orton. Stop putting. Stop. No. 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 Look. Go back. Go back. Cut and, that shit. Go out. back. Go back and look at the last five nope. years of Royal Rumbles. Nope. Okay. Don't, if, if, if it, okay. F- finish. But, your, but all. But all. Stuff. But all I said was AJ eliminates uh, Orton to become the uh, the fourth of the final four. I don't need. Look, Orton is. Goat status, but what Agreed. I don't need, what I don't need, is that every time we get in the Royal Rumble, you start the te- We no, not you specifically, but just in general, we start the tease of Randy's gonna win another fucking Royal Rumble. Yeah, listen, I, I, we, me and you are on the same boat. He is bulletproof. He is Teflon, Kevlar, if you will. It's not okay, needed, so- but they keep doing it because he's the closest thing they have to the motherfucking Undertaker. Meanwhile, Edge is loading. <laughs> Meanwhile, Edge was out for six years. Orton's been there. Continue. I, I don't disagree with any of this, but I don't want Orton <laughs> anywhere near the final four. I'm sick of that shit. Matter of fact, you can make Orton the sixth person and Riddle eliminates him. So there's your turn. Okay. Well, e- either either way, well, that, that's a great setup for, for Mania. But either so way, me, so AJ needs... Seth, Cody, Riddle. I still like Seth, AJ. Seth, Cody, Riddle, and AJ. So yeah, Seth, Cody, Riddle, AJ. Give me those. They mean that is the final four. Oh, it's Joe time. Go ahead. 
Uh oh. <laughs> so now, of course, Seth gets eliminated as usual, and not in true 1992 fashion, Seth grabs his hand and pulls. And whoever whoever ends up being the one who's going to win the Royal Rumble eliminates Cody last. Perfect so setup. So now Seth has caused Seth has caused Cody to lose a chance at winning the title at every possible turn. <laughs> you see who's ringside for this shit? <laughs> uh, I wasn't paying attention. Jay Lethal and uh, Sanjay Dutt cheering on Joe at ringside. <laughs> <laughs> You know how this is going to end. I mean, Joe ain't winning. Uh, uh, you know who ain't going to win. Joe's going to win. It's just going to be by disqualification. Look, we we collecting belts, so if it ain't a belt, it ain't a win. Okay. Do we? Do you, you're not going. You're not going to hit me with that. With that. Um. Shit. Uh. uh why is his name escaping me at the moment? Uh. But we're not going to make it a win. Just we're not. Oh, Titus O'Neil. <laughs> Yes, I don't know how the fuck I'd had a brain fart and forgot about Titus, but yeah, we're not because, make because it so Thaddeus easy. has entered the chat. That's why. Okay, shout out to Thaddeus. And <clears throat> so now you've got Cody, who's like he can't get quite get the brass ring, can't quite get the brass ring. We can see we can send Riddle to WrestleMania to be perfectly honest with you. Against, I have no problem with against that. who. Now you got to start. See, this is shit that needs to be figured out. But, but how, that's 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 how are you going to handle having one champion? That's for a future episode. But again, facts. But again, we oh shit. There, there's your winner of the Royal Rumble. Who that? Dwayne. I was, yeah, I just that. Like, <laughs> Dwayne at number thirty. <laughs> Super, now, that, super, now that's a fire ass final four super, now if you want to go super final duper six ooze. or seven with that so big super ooze at 30 and then <laughs> the other five or six you got AJ, Riddle Orton, now you can have him in there Cody, Seth, Lashley oh man am I missing anybody Oh, you ought to be about ready for Omos to have a a pretty decent showing so he can be in that final eight Omos and uh, Shanky is probably going to have a match next year at Mania. What the fuck for? Two big ass dudes just because. So I don't somebody know. can go to the hospital? Pretty much. I don't know. Nah, nah. I'm not Me- really meanwhile, concerned. Joe and Suzuki are sitting here making uh, uh, chopped beef sandwiches on each other's chest. Mm, uh, by, by the way, yes, you're listening to us on. Uh, probably Friday, April the fifteenth. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. Twenty and twenty-two. Hey, Amen. And we are watching AEW Dynamite live on Wednesday, April the thirteenth. Yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. I said, yeah, my lord. Yeah, my lord. Twenty and twenty-two. My alkaline water says, "Amen." Man, Minoru Suzuki is already bleeding from the chest. This is this is god awful. <laughs> I'm more concerned that he does that to his hair willingly. There's a barber. <laughs> oh shit, he chopped him in the throat. <laughs> Bitch. Are they gonna have they gonna do any move? Joe's chest is turning blue. I mean, I don't I don't know. 
and you can you can all it looks like Joe is like giving uh, Joe Joe know. is giving forearm shivers at this point reverse forearm yeah shivers. like backhanded forearm shiver because like <laughs> if he follows through I don't think he'll get up and both of them fuckers are sunburned <laughs> and by hey, sunburn bro. I mean I mean slap the shit out of not one wrestling move just nothing but chops. Chop city, bitch. Chop, chop city, bitch. <laughs> but, but long story short, because I was basically freestyling it, wrote Cody's path to greatness. He should not win anything that pertains to him getting close to the championship, so that when he does finally have that match, it means more. Let's uh, let's do some science real quick. Now, this whole this whole shit started with Money in the Bank, right? Let me run down yeah. some numbers for you. Two eighty-seven. Right. You know what that record? Uh, what that represents? And no, not the highway that runs by my house either. Oh, that's what exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> 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 hey, you mean <laughs> two eighty-seven on you? Oh, oh, I'm funk highway. <laughs> oh shit. If I want to go to Montana on one highway, that's the one I go on. But that, that's neither here nor there. Anyway. No, uh, okay. that represents the number of days that the person who's held the Money in the Bank contract the longest has held it for. That person Who being that be? Carmella. Uh, that's unfortunate. Who's second longest? Uh, let's see here. 280. Who that is? Edge, before he retired. Top three cash in of all time. Obviously. Like, no doubt about he it. He might be number two behind Seth. And, uh... Yeah, he's, he's probably number two behind Seth. And so, that was, uh... That was in 2006 when that happened. 273. Right. New, Year's Revo- New Year's Revolution. Who's there you 273? go. 273. <laughs> WrestleMania 31. Most, <laughs> most, the heist of the century. <laughs> <laughs> if you will. So so essentially essentially what this data is telling us is that the longer you hold on to the briefcase the better. So even if Cody won it at this year's money in the bank, why would you cash it in on a random episode of Raw unless like you going to set up some re- if Roman's really hurt. Now that's what this shit boils down to. Is Roman really hurt? And no and one has said long? anything. I just think he has a crack team of uh, of, of trainers because nah, okay, he's displaying no signs. It's just all I'm, hypothesis at this point until something is said or something is broadcast. Right. Okay. So I'm going to take you back to a time where this is not the first time this has happened. They're still Brock chopping the shit out of each other. Go ahead. So you remember, you remember back uh, 2012 when Brock came back? Well, no, this is what, 20... Yeah, it is 2012 when Brock came back, right? I believe so. You talking about uh, Monday, Night Raw, Monday Night Raw featuring uh, Brock Lesnar era when the Raw yeah. first went to three hours? Yeah, that was July 2012. Yes. So you remember when they finally had that... that what What's the pay-per-view? It was Backlash, right? They had... Um, like a no holes barred type situation or whatever. With who? Cena, Cena and Brock. Uh, believe so. Was that was one, it Brock or one, Triple H? 
No, no, no. This is Cena. This is Cena and Triple. This is Cena and Brock. The one where where Lesnar jumps at Cena and damn near capsized himself. <laughs> like he hit the top rope like with the in the middle of his hip and went over but wasn't trying to. Right. That. So in that match, Brock Lesnar hooks to Kamora. I think it was no way out you're talking him. about. Probably so. He hooks a Kamora and like, you know, Brock Brock will zone the fuck out trying to make shit look real or he'll have a flashback. So he tightens up and really, you know, cranks on it to the point that after that match, Cena grabbed a live microphone and thought he was going away for a while due to injury. Like he's holding his arm to his side like I am fucked. And he didn't miss three weeks of work. Like whatever, whatever the prognosis ended up being, it wasn't as bad as what he thought. Shit, we're tripping. We like, said I no holes bar. We should have known better. This was extreme rules. That's what it was. Was it? Yep. Well, they keep changing the names of these fucking paper views. <laughs> like, how you gonna expect me to keep up with this shit and you can't? Either way. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that was that same. was the that was the match where Cena. That, that's what made me think about it because he he. I remember he got booed at uh, Extreme Rules. Uh, no, it was One Night Stand. That's what made me think about Extreme Rules. But yeah, but it was Extreme Rules with uh, in 2012, and Cena took uh, took the the microphone after the match. He might need some time off. Right, similar situation, and I feel like that's what this might be with Roman. At the time that it happened, it felt like oh shit, I'm fucked. My shoulders out. He pops it back into place himself, which is probably the worst thing he could have done. However, because you know he's Oost gang and takes very good care of himself, the damage might not be as bad. So maybe they're waiting, you know, for MRIs and everything to come back and just give you a prognosis about how long. Because there's no way you would take the title off of him when it's like, okay, this is a eight to ten week situation. Like, if it's anything less than three months, ride this shit out. But most of this depends on where Roman is physically. So if he's if he's hurt, then I can see you, you know, doing an immediate cash-in on some wild shit. But if not, stop. Stop pandering for, for TV ratings in the summertime. The summer is down anyway. Why would you do that? <laughs> Absolutely no reason to do so. There's a couple more, no, a couple easy. more, a couple more notable ones. Two sixty seven. Who that? Dolph, also twenty twelve. Yeah, he's Dolph. And then twenty fifteen. One sixty three. Who that? Sheamus. When he joined the authority. Uh, oh, I mean, I, I mean, Sheamus had a surprise cash in. It's just Sheamus. Okay, riddle me this: Has Sheamus hit his ceiling in WWE? Uh, I, I think because like, has, he, has he maxed out? I think only because his uh when he was when he was diagnosed with stenosis and he joined the bar and formed the bar. Um his singles career seemed to be put on the back burner 
and I don't know if it's health related or if it's in, in, in an attempt to remain healthier, a la Orton. But we haven't really seen him as a as a staunch singles competitor, even though he had a U.S. title run on Raw last year. Look how marred that was with injury. Which, which okay, which answers part of my question. If he was ever not in WWE, I don't expect him to do the the tour of tour of the nations type thing. Like I'd love to see Sheamus works work at least one match in Japan. But if he's got health issues, I don't know why he would put himself through that. Especially with the type of money he's been making. But I'm just like, what else do you do with Sheamus now that he's essentially maxed out? His resume is loaded. He, He's gonna be a Hall of Famer, no for doubt. Those of you who no doubt. Don't yeah. For those of you who have not made come to terms with it, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> he is like no, you, no without you question. Let that shit go. Yeah, without question, you can let that shit go. If you disagree, I'm sorry. You ain't got no argument. Uh, also, like I mean, like st- first off, start off that montage with him, quote unquote, breaking Jamie Noble's back, causing him to retire. I'm throwing that in air quotes. And and see, those are just like little tidbits. Yeah. Like the mix the, the mixtape of the career. <laughs> like who would he beat for his first world championship? Who did he beat for his first world championship? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, but dude. <laughs> so then there's that. Multiple time tag team champion. And truth be multiple told, time everything. Truth be told, even though uh he beat Brian Danielson uh in 18 seconds, people forget that more than they forget that Cena that was the person that he beat for his first title. Muscle Buster bitch, let's go. One, two, we out three. Of here. And so the overrun is gonna be with uh and now we're talking about the overrun for AEW, which is why we're recording on this night specifically and during uh, AEW. Yeah. And and, we want and live reaction to whatever this overrun is going to be. Yeah, and now, uh, there we go. I, I, oh, damn, I, damn, I had him. Uh, as promised, as always, not and not promised to the fans, but promised to our uh, principal pushers, promised to everybody known to man who's our, our people, the snowman himself, Tony Snow. Can't ban the snowman, you ungrateful slaws. <laughs> Aha! Hey, you know, yesterday's price is definitely not today's price. <laughs> not even close. Not you know, even I just, close. I just, I just oh, shit. This. Lights off. Yeah, the lights just went out. Hold what you got. What? What? So, Jay Lethal lights and Sanjay Dutt are ringside. Joe's in the ring with lights the ROH TV title. Your winner. Where we at? Fuck is that? The TV title. Who is that? Who is that? The Ring of Honor TV title. Who is that? That's a big Indian. Who? Is Veer? Is it Veer? Did Veer finally show up? (laughs) No, no, no. Veer's already marked. That's a that's a big that's a big ass dude. Someone just like the great Kali with a motherfucking drop fade. Who is this dude? (laughs) They got. They found their answer to Omos. Jesus, it's, it's not. <laughs> I don't want answers. Who in the fuck is this man? You got overrun for somebody we don't know. 
That's fucked up. <laughs> I just thought like, about that's that. fucking trash, bro. <laughs> Kyle, you got some explaining to do, boy. Meanwhile, <laughs> Joe choking the shit out of Sanjay Dutt. Oh, no, no, no. No, that was uh, Jay Lethal he was choking. Jay Lethal. Okay. Well, look, they look a little hey, too hey, much alike right now. What? I don't know this one, and, I, and I'm I'm a Ring of Honor alumni, and I don't know this one. No, we're, we're, we have three wrestling heads who can't come up with one identity other than the fact he's a big Indian. No, has Samoa Joe ever been the Ring of Honor TV champion is my question. Um, Not that I, I know of, but I can do my Googles. I think this is his first time. I think this is his, uh, that's, I'm excited for Joe. Look like it might be his last time the way this shit going. Bro, isn't it crazy that not even a year ago, Samoa Joe was the NXT champion, and now he's got gold in AEW? Joe won the title and never defended it. But let's sit on that one. Joe won the NXT championship and never defended it. So is that Sanjay's big player from the Himalayas? <laughs> Joe said, screw you. <laughs> I just, I'm, fam, that's what the overrun's for, and it's two minutes. <laughs> Tony Snow, what's happening, man? What's good, bro? How you doing, man? Man, I'm, I'm, we out here living the dream, man. You, you're on here for a very special <laughs> reason tonight, man. We outside. We out. We out here. We yeah. Indeed. How can we be outside and in this bitch? <laughs> We outside well, in this the, bitch. <laughs> you see, in the community, there are certain terms. <laughs> there are certain terms and phrases. Outside, yeah. we outside, and we no, 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 no. We we down outside. We down outside up in this bitch. <laughs> it's, it's the same thing like keeping it tight, and we out. We wide open. <laughs> it's just you know, hey. Oh no! no Two uh, things can be true. No, no. Two things can be held self-evident. Um, no, but yeah, I'm here for a special reason. I got a good friend of mine in town. He drove up from San Antonio today to kick it, and to, to you know, I wanted to interview him um, for a while now. A couple of years, I've been wanting to sit down with him, and so I hit Wood up, and I was like, man, let's just get him on the show and expose. Well, I, I don't want to to expose them to the because that sounds dirty <laughs> yeah we just don't do that shit. yeah you don't want to expose anybody without their consent yeah we don't need to get canceled um because of us but yeah no hey we, we can we can do enough for that on, on our own you we can keep you out of the cancellation we it's going we're going to get that regardless go ahead uh but yeah no he's a really good friend of mine you know numerous time world champion pro wrestler army vet war hero the guy's done everything, and he's here with me, uh, smoking some slurricane. This is Bryson Scott here with me tonight. Bryson Scott, what's happening? How's everybody doing? Man, we're doing wonderful, man. I'm Wood. We got my partner, Suave Burgundy. First, nice and, first and foremost, man, we want to thank you for your contributions and your sacrifice for this great country of ours without people like you, uh, people like my wife and Suave's wife. Uh, things like this podcast wouldn't be possible. So, th th with with all intense, uh, sincere gratitude, we humbly thank you, sir. Hey, thank you to your brave Absolutely. wives as well. And hey, like my wife knows, it's hard being a military spouse. So, y'all need that recognition as well. Man, so Tony, let me know that you have a documentary on Amazon Prime, and I will. I I'm going to be upfront and honest with you. Not only have I not watched it, but I watched the sizzle reel 
and was uneasy with the idea of watching it with anyone other than myself and or suave simply because it is intense. That's one word I can describe that is three, three and a half minutes, three minutes, 45 seconds worth of intensity coming from someone who has seen li- literally it all. Uh, what's your, what's your story, man? Like where did, where did it start for you? Um, I started in Virginia beach, Virginia, you know, um, that's where I grew up. That's where I graduated high school. Um, I started training as a pro wrestler, actually, in Aiken, South Carolina. I was still in high school there, living with my father. And then I moved back up to Virginia and finished out my senior year of high school in Virginia and then started training at um, what was in the Vanguard um, training school in Portsmouth, or not Portsmouth, but Newport News, Fort Eustis area of Virginia. That was, I started there in August of 07. And then I had my debut match March of 08. Um, I wrestled a guy named John Kerman, which he, like, he's an old, for a lot of wrestling nerds, they might know the name Kaida Pro. Yes. For like training Mickey James, Maven, um, Nidia, uh, yeah, Nidia, um, shit. Well, come out there, Sanjay, Sanjay, nice. Um, but John Kerman was also out of there, so that's who my debut match was with. And so wrestling didn't really work out at the start, and I was moving from place to place and didn't have anything going, so I joined the military. Um, that was uh, March of 2010. I went to basic training. I or OSIT because I was a a tanker. So my basic training and my A school were all together. And, and so, so you say it's 2006, right? No, this is 2010. 2010. Now. Okay, okay. Go ahead. This is 2010, and um. I graduate in June of 2010, get to Fort Hood, 2000 or July 8th of 2010. So it's actually two days after my birthday. And I wrestled my first show in Texas, July 17th of 2010. And come to find out, I meet my now wife that same day. <laughs> and, um, didn't know it, didn't plan it. We were, I was married. She was dating somebody at the time. So we went our separate ways. I wrestled a couple shows. And then November, I went to NTC. And then February, I was in Iraq. Um, while in Iraq, we had 237 rockets shot at our base. Damn. We were in a small cost called Gary Owen. In the Alamar province. We were doing like, um, we do tank missions, like go around the base and stuff like that. Cause we couldn't go too far into the city with the tanks cause of like, like war laws at the time or stuff like that. I don't know. But we could go around the base to check for people setting up rails for rockets. So we did that in tanks and then we would also do that in Humvees, 
and then MRAPs, which are big multi-personnel vehicles. Um, July 8th again, I got back to Iraq. <laughs> it's kind of occasionally like July 8th, I got to Fort Hood. And then July 8th, I got back to Iraq from my R&R. And then July 10th, we lost to my um, uh, a sergeant in our sister company. We lost him due to the IDF and stuff. So that was like, what, four days after my birthday and stuff like that. So that's always sucked Jeez. to remember that, you know. Uh, Did you say 237 rockets were shot at you? Yeah, I'm like, not at, just at me, but <laughs> my Damn, Tony. I mean, I know I'm shit, but I don't... But, but, he, but he did take an AK-47 round to the crotch. No, no, Jesus. I, I saw that in the, in the sizzle. He got shot in the dick. Oh, yeah. I did not get shot in the dick. They missed it. They missed it. I got, I got that Kobe... Like, that's, that's a whole new meaning for the term don't put that jacket on him snowman <laughs> my shit worked good still I got two kids yeah, there's, you know? yeah there you go <laughs> there, there's, there's, there's proof wrestling around on the floor in my living room right now there's two There's two little ones here so there is proof that yeah they still apparently. swimming they still swimming <laughs> not, not no more though not no more <laughs> factories closed cause <laughs> Yeah, man. So, uh, inflation, baby. Yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously, like, you, you you went through a lot being in Iraq. Like, that was not the place to be. Like, in in any point of any of the last two generations' history, there was not Iraq was not the place to be. Being in the military, right? like, if we go back to ninety two, we go back to two thousand twelve. Like, those times were just completely morbid for uh, military personnel. And I'm sure it took it, it recently too, like with the the horrible back out procedure. You know, just so many unnecessary lives were lost then. And and this, I just because my heart goes out to not just the military on our side, but the civilians on their side too. Like it's it's, it's unimaginable to just. Like in the in the sizzle reel for the the documentary we're talking about, it's called the Valhalla Club. By the way, um, yes. you check it out on Amazon Prime. Um, what was somebody's like a four or five kids playing soccer? One minute, the next minute they're gone. Um, that yeah, uh, I believe that was Eddie. Man, Eddie, yeah, that was Eddie that saw that. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, you got to think now, like, look at the Ukrainian war, you know, Ukrainian-Russian war. You already have enough war. <laughs> How far is Tony Snow broadcasting from from uh, from Illinois? <laughs> He's mobile right I walked, now. I walked around the other side of the counter, and I just had to make that remark. They've got more ladies than anyone. <laughs> so through all that you come back home what the, uh, when, did, when did you come back we got back november 2nd yeah november 2nd 2011 and i wrestled my first show 
November 17th. Against? Um, what was then? What, what was then? Bubba Dumplings. <laughs> Bub- <laughs> Bubba Dumplings? Brent McKenzie. Oh, Bubba. shit. That's who that <laughs> That's Brent funny. Used to wrestle in overalls as Bubba Dumplings, bro. He used to wrestle barefoot in overalls. Oh, hashtag oh, Bubba Dumplings and Killer McKenzie. Yeah, Please. Bubba Dumplings. Oh man, that that might Swab. That might be a watch along. <laughs> yes, we we absolutely can. We, yeah, we yeah. we we may we, we may provide. We, yeah, we might provide the commentary for your match for you and put make it Hall of Fame worthy. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. We got this. The, the first person to get me drunk, drunk back from my act was the legendary Matt Bourne, Doink the Clown. Maniac Damn. Matt Bourne, rest in peace. Yeah, that shit was wild. Like, we just sat there, and me and my one of my NCOs, it was my gunner, he just, we just sat there and drank beer with him out of the box. He was just kept handing me a Corona out of the box. <laughs> and he asked me stories and shit. It was cool as hell. <laughs> like, so from from there, when how did the the Valhalla Club start? Like when, like when did you guys all meet up, and how did you guys decide on the on the uh, just uh, on a uh, not even makeshift, but because it, it seemed to be more organic than it did like something that was fabricated. So how how did you guys come up with it, and like when did it start? Um, I was booking for a com- I was still in the army. I was booking for a company in Waco called. Um, uh, hot heart of Texas wrestling, and um, the owner down there in Waco, he's like, Hey, I want you to meet this buddy of mine, Jan. I'm like, okay, Jan. And Eric, mind you, is a very, very country Waco Texan. You know, picture you a good white, wake, white Waco Texan. That's Eric for you. I, I just I just worked <laughs> half a month in Waco. I, I get it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so so they yeah, my buddy Jan. I'm like, okay. So I finally meet Jan. <laughs> and Jan's a six four, definitely Norwegian descent. Like he looks like a Viking. He's got the beard, you know, gray, you know everything and we just connect he's a veteran he he was a pro wrestler he was trained he trained out with the young bucks back when they first started out in cali under like jesse rodriguez or whatever yeah so and we just started talking and he told me his his idea you know and i knew eddie i or i didn't know eddie just yet we met Eddie like the next weekend at a show in uh, Colleen. And we learned that he was a vet and we talked. And we sat down and we had a few drinks and we talked some more and we're like, holy shit. Wrestling's doing more for us than we think. It's helping us. And so we started to tell our stories to each other. And then that's when Jan reached out and he found Brad Morris and Valhalla Club was born, you know. Now, uh, I know you you say you started wrestling as as a teenager. 
Um, yeah, my dad is a pro wrestler. Who, who's your pops? Uh, Scott Sawyer. He wrestled in South Carolina, Georgia, Carolina mainly. Uh, what was it? Um, oh, what was that? Um, SS was it? SA SA uh, was it? South South American chat. What there was an old old organization that was uh yeah. territory. I, I remember. Yeah, uh, Paul I remember Paul Jones. Uh, my dad was trained by Green and Judy Martin. Nice. Right on. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, yeah came, came, came up came up the right way. You you were you were bred for this literally. My first wrestling bump was in Susan Tex Green's uh, wrestling ring in Columbia, South Carolina. So yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's like South Carolina had the farm and North Carolina had the champions. <laughs> so uh, now, now, what about the uh, like the, the the backgrounds as far as like were there any other like martial arts backgrounds that you had or that your that you guys have? Because I saw uh, one of the guys. I think it was John had a, a, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu background. Jan and Eddie both. Jan okay. and Eddie both um, trained BJJ and stuff like that. Um, Eddie competes a lot in a lot of uh, no-gi and gi tournaments, stuff like that. Um, myself, I wrestled in high school and middle school. But other than that, I run my own promotion now with my wife and take bookings when I get them and just Right now, I enjoy being a dad and running our promotion now and be able to travel and hang out with homies like this. Right on. Hell yeah. What's the promotion that you're running right now? Simply Lost Promotions. We run out of a VFW 8315 in Shirts, Texas. You guys nice. I'm sorry, so, Tony. Uh, you're, 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 you're in a different area code right now. Can you speak up? <laughs> I was just reminding him to tell you guys the meaning behind the name of the promotion. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So, Simply Lost Promotions. My wife is Simply Luscious. Um, so, he said you know a little bit about Ring of Honor, so you might remember the name. Veronica Stevens, Simply Luscious. Yeah, Veronica Stevens for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, that's who I'm married to. Oh, you married well. Look so, at you. <laughs> and then um, Lost is for my gimmick, Lost Cause, because pretty much I burnt every bridge that there is to burn because I don't care if I have to burn a bridge to call out the right or the wrongs, you know, to make it right. Now I see why you and Tony are so close. Got it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> No, but he, and, he, and, and he recently just like for the longest time he was Mr. Studtacular and he just did this gimmick change and I, I wanted to ask him because I haven't really asked him why did you do the change in your gimmick because Mr. Studtacular is what brought you to the dance <laughs> um, the, the whole change was like I said like yeah it was I am a lost cause now in wrestling you know I, I publicly said I didn't want to do anything with WWE anymore so you know most people yeah he's done a lot of stuff with ww like remember when dean ambrose came to the ring with the gas masks on bryson was in the front nice um bryson wrestled <laughs> bryson wrestled rich swan and tjp in the same night bryson got manhandled by Braun Strowman. like he did all this shit. then he goes around and publicly says he doesn't want 
than ever again. <laughs> so look, Snow, this is what I need you to do. I need you to find the instrumental to Jeezy's, uh, Jeezy like to drink, Jeezy like to smoke. And I need you to run down all of Bryson's accomplishments on that beat. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me quarterback this thing. I, that's all I'm saying. That's why I'm over here crafting while we talk. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Look, let me let me chef this thing up. I I, I promise you, it'll taste fine at the end. <laughs> pause. <laughs> well, if you must pause. <laughs> so, Bryson, do we you pause? What are we waiting for? We paused. <laughs> dad joke, bad joke. Bryson, <laughs> what uh? Just out of curiosity, man. Like with you guys having you know some legit like legit shit that you guys are, are carrying and you guys are, bo- are bound by for life for the for great reasons and also the wrong reasons do you ever fear of having a moment while you no know, while while you have somebody else's life literally in your hands like when i'm wrestling yes not at all like, not not at all like i i'm a different person then you know that's what's that's what's great about wrestling. Yeah, I've I've when never I'm wrestling. I'm not that same person that went through that bullshit, and you know, I, I'm transformed out of that. That's what. That's how wrestling helps me. That's dope to hear. I've never wanted to ask that question to anyone, but but after seeing that sizzle, I just I was compelled to make sure that I ask you that because I appreciate that because that that helps get the actual. Like the 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 meaning, you know, behind it. Yeah, you know, nobody's actually asked that, like that. So, and that was actually really easy to just say right there. So, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, <laughs> it, it, I can yeah, tell you, it was it, was, it wasn't the, it wasn't the easy ask, you know. But at the same time, though, it's something that like I really genuinely wanted to know the answer to because some people don't know how to react around people that actually have PTSD simply because of their environments, whether it be military, whether it be from uh, inner city violence, whether it be from just a, a broken home, like there are a number number of different things that could trigger that, and you know some people react differently. Oh, so, yeah, I got, I got I got triggered at the gas station earlier because the guy messing with the ice machine started breaking ice. It was breaking <laughs> ice. I was inside the store getting my wife some candies, and um. I hear the damn thing and the guy's beating the ice with like a sledgehammer to break it off the side of the thing. And I'm inside and I'm doing it. And I just stop. I look around and the little teller lady, she goes, oh, oh, they're just knocking ice off the side of the wall. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. But, but no, like at, if, if I'm at a wrestling show, once my music hits, once I'm out there until I come back to that, you know, I'm just, I'm Bryson Scott, you know, but now I'm John Brazier. <laughs> and this guy embraces the whole being a bad guy. He's one of the best heels. It's fucking ring music. Tell him your ring music, bro. Uh, it's actually a remake of Nas, Hate Me Now. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no better way to be hated. Yeah, no, no, no better way to be hated than to have a, a song that makes you hate to be hated. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Uh, by the way, man. Cash Harms for that one. Right on. Uh, 
So, Tony, what, what other hateful shit are you going to be able to, pr- uh, to produce for him coming to the ring in the future? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure something's I coming. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll get in my bag on it, though. But, yeah, dude, th- he's, he's, he's like the personification of a perfect heel, man. Like, I've seen this guy get so much freaking heat. Man, literally one time this guy at Texoma wanted to like beat him to death, bro. Like, like, and still to this day. Yeah, to this. <laughs> I, I was on a crutch because I tore my uh, ACL, my PCL, but I'm still out there, and I'm on the crutch, and I get mad, and I hit the top turnbuckle with the crutch, and it goes flying. Piece of the crutch goes flying and hits some old lady in a wheelchair. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> man, so bad. I thought he was gonna jump the Oh yeah, and he remembered the, like, the next two months. Like it was great. They wouldn't let me leave from upstairs till he was gone. That's how you get TV regulars right there. You yeah. do some dumb shit like that, and, like on accident, and then some guy decides to catch feelings. He'd be like, "Hey, you're gonna sit up front for the next three weeks. That's what's gonna happen." Veronica, Veronica we're, we're, we're gonna cri- milk this. Veronica just said cripple on cripple violence. <laughs> that that is that's just wrong. So un- <laughs> that is so uncool, man. <laughs> I right, so check this out. Give me your top five dream opponents, past, present, future. It doesn't matter. Living, not living, just your top five, your choice, dream opponents. Demolinko, Chris Benoit, um, Matt Riddle, Rich Swan. Again, that's a that's an eclectic five. Hold on, we we hold on, I, I, we, we, we we missed we missed one. Who'd you say after uh, you said uh, I heard Demolinko, Benoit, Rich Swan, Matt Riddle? Who was who was the other one? Regal. Re- oh oh man. Yeah, yeah, we get we fight. <laughs> Literally. Literally. We are we are completely see, that, outside. We are we are leaving with lumps. We're bleeding we, all of this. We are outside and in this bitch simultaneously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like the fight. <laughs> see, and I, what have I been saying for weeks and weeks on end? I like wrestlers who fight. And I'm like five, 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 six. Yeah. <laughs> Matters not. Oh, so you're so you so you're just scrappy basically. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen this guy take a little tyke's playground slide and use it in a hardcore match. He found it in the freaking parking lot of the lit <laughs> head first in the dude's nuts. Oh man! Wow! <laughs> wow! wow. We, we've got to get this man on television. Oh man! We we just no. We what we need to do is sometime in the next two three days we need to go ahead and do our mystery science theater. And uh, yes, I'm with it. And with and it. and get this get this out there. This the the world needs to see this man in his truest, most heelish form against Bubba Dumplings. We will we will get outside and in this bitch simultaneously. Oh broken pencil theater. Oh <laughs> we can find this. Oh my god. A- AKA live from the cheap seats. Yo, we got a uh, uh, we we uh, got we got a brass right. knuckles match of with uh with Brody and uh uh Rocky Johnson from Houston from the Sam Houston Col- Coliseum that we uh, that we overdubbed. That's uh you find that shit on YouTube. Shit's amazing. 
It's also on uh, at Broken Pencil BC on Instagram as well. There's that. <laughs> hey, is that uh, is that on our YouTube or are we completely bullshitting? Um, we if 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 the fact that I didn't say that it's on our YouTube uh was not mentioned, it's uh that probably means that we're completely bullshitting. So we need to fix that. ASAP. Tell you what, we'll, we'll we'll fix that. We'll fix that by the time this episode drops. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> there there it is. Uh, Bryson, man. Uh, before we get into the shit of things. Uh, go ahead and plug everything you got going on. Make sure you also, please, again, I can't tell you enough. Amazon Prime, the Valhalla Club. Uh, I got I to gotta set aside some self-time to, to make sure I watch that dolo. Uh, but, yeah, plug everything you got. Also, if you have Paramount Plus, um, go to check out Klepper. Season 1, Episode 1, Wrestling with PTSD. That is also the guys from Valhalla Club on there. Um, it was originally aired on Comedy Central May 9th of 2019, 2020. I can't remember. I, I hit my head a lot, but, um, <laughs> but on Facebook, you can find me at the Lost Cause, Bryson Scott, uh, Simply Lost Promotions, um, my wife, Simply Luscious. Uh, also on Instagram, we are the Lost Cause, Bryson Scott. Simply luscious. Twitter is the same. Try and keep it simple. <laughs> right on, man. Tell them about your next show. It's the first step in branding. The kiss um, move. Keep it simple, stupid. Yes, sir. We call it stupid, um, stupid. Our next show in shirts is June 10th, and we are running a tag team scramble tournament. What we're doing is we're taking tag teams. We're going to put the names in a hat. We're going to draw the tag team. And then we're going to take the team member names, put in a hat, and that team member goes into a Royal Rumble with the other team members. First one eliminated wrestles the second one eliminated as a team and go from there as a tournament. Wait, what day is, what day is this on? June 10th. That's a Friday. Yes, sir. Well, I, well I'll have to check the schedule. Uh, and get with Tony Snow on that one. Um, that that one that one we might have to pop up in there or at least have some representation. Wait, oh, wait you got to hear this talent though. Hold on, I, I'm I'm coming to that. But go, yeah, please. We'll, we'll drop a little bit. We'll we'll just say Fly Death has confirmed. Oh shit. Okay. Um, the Pillars. Ooh. Destiny. Okay. 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 Um. <laughs> Oh, what you can shit. say, what you oh, can say. Oh, 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 this is a good one for anybody that's like old school Texas wrestling heads. The Texas Treats, Chris Marvel and Don Juan. Wow, are also coming out for that one. So and, and so Tony, nice. Tony, so yeah, Tony Snow what said, "What you can say." I'm guessing since uh, tag teams are involved, will there, will there be someone that mandates a tag team match? <laughs> he laughs from 100 yards away <laughs> from, a, from as far across the room as possible <laughs> giving up the spoilers about that. Uh, I mean you know I, I, I just figured I'd ask just in case you know oh, I mean since, since we I all mean, outside of, and, and, and up in this bitch you know. I guess we got some business simultaneously <laughs> since we outside and in this bitch 
Yeah, yeah I guess since we outside and in this bitch, I, but I you, guess you got to you got to put the simultaneously on the end. So, oh, outside and in this bitch simultaneously, simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time. <laughs> Ex- expeditiously, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> yeah, man. So without delay, um, we have a lot of shit to talk. We would love if you could stay on with us and uh, and talk some shit with us for the rest of the show. You you game for that, Bryson? Sure, sure, my man. There we go. Yeah, this is this I this is dri- getting the driver's seat. This whole show is out of order. Cause I ain't even I ain't even dropped the uh, the intro. Schwartz, I go ahead and drop the intro. Or we just ain't gonna say fuck it for the show. I mean, unless you're gonna put it in and post edit, you might as well drop that bitch now. Cause like I said, we are outside and, and in up this in bitch, this bitch. Yeah, simultaneously. Simultaneously. Um, I can. That's gonna be the name of the episode. Simultaneously. So this is what I will do since we are since we are outside and up in this bitch simultaneously. I'm gonna drop it now. I'm not gonna even put it in post edit. What you hear is what you get. <laughs> Wait, now no, saying up in this bitch, that's a little too aggressive. Oh, oh, just, just, just in this just bitch. In this bitch. Not okay. Up in this bitch. Yeah, just in this bitch. That's a little too aggressive. You you taking it a little too fast. You gotta ask permission. <laughs> <laughs> Slow and steady wins the race. All right. Hold, hold please. Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show Infused with Hip Hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. Now, the show has already started, but... I don't give a fuck. It's our shit. We we make the rules here. <laughs> I keep telling you this. Like, your whole your whole damn court. Your, your whole damn court is out of order. DJ Tony Snow is with us. My man Swab Burgundy's with us. I'm with you. And uh, Bryson Scott's with us. Ro- rolling shotgun. Literally rolling shotgun. I'm sure literally. he got to play. He got to yeah, literally. He, he got to play the green right there. Um. <laughs> uh, Let's see how fast we can run through this shit. Um, Swap, what what you want to hit first? Because we, we did a whole we did we did a whole whole show before we even the got lo- Bryson on. The lotto. The lotto. You said what I want to hit first. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, keep up, baby. Keep up, baby. Just went hey, up. If I talk real fast, price, you ain't got to listen real fast. Price, you know, catch price, it up. Price just went up. <laughs> <laughs> on your ass. Uh, okay, which, which 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 of these mini topics for this week do we want to go with first? That's the question I have. Okay, let me look at the agenda. Um. Oh, I got I got a good one. To, I got a good one to start. I got a good one to start. Go ahead. How soon do we get a new member of the Oost Gang on the main roster? My professional opinion is no time soon. That's what you want. What you think? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would, I would like a new member. Oh, okay, okay. I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon, and it's not gonna be the member you think it's gonna be. 
Oh, dude, how how are they gonna? How are they gonna? No, they don't even refer to him as an USO. So until they refer to him as an USO, then I don't think he should even be in the discussion. That won't happen. Well, we know a breaker is a Steiner, but they won't fix that either. <laughs> We we won't get we won't get the new Uso until he stops being on Wednesday nights. Let's start, or, or, or is it Wednesdays? Tuesday nights. So Tuesday. Let, so let's so let's start with that shit. See, see, you don't even watch. You don't know what night it comes. It's, it's been a while, Swab. I must say, it's been a while. It's been since probably January for me. Probably since like November for you. So, I mean, so so you they, get what you deserve in this life. <laughs> Get it how you live. So again, the, the big answer is when. I mean, the big question is when. <laughs> um, I don't think you get one until it's absolutely necessary, and it only becomes absolutely necessary when you have a challenger for Roman that seems as though Roman needs another reinforcement. Like if it was if if Seth turned face. And had a whole lot of momentum going into a match with with Roman. Like that fourth member might make sense then. Well, if the fourth member was Solo. Okay, because I was I was thinking if like the, from our conversation from earlier, if we waited until it's the break glass time, the effects of him coming onto that roster would, would look just the same way that AEW ended. However, I'm glad that's not what you're talking about. So if it's not going to be if it's not yeah, going to be solo right real. now, who do you think it would be if if it's not solo? We've pitched this many times, and they kind of teased it when uh, during the program with Sonya Deville. It, it's Naomi, and she's got a belt, so she fits, and she's married to a Uso, so she fits. But do you do I'm it with not her? Totally convinced. Go ahead. I was like, I'm not totally convinced she'll still be a champion when she joins. Um, I look at that situation like, you know how most teams break up after a title loss. If you had another team to put the belt on, she can start her turn on Sasha, join, you know, join Us Gang, and you know, now she has an opponent that makes sense and that'll give her good matches. But as far as this, uh. This, this tag team with Naomi and Sasha, how long do you think that's going to last before it turns into a match at a, at a pay-per-view? How long, it cook to ta- how long does it take to cook a baked potato? Uh, 45 minutes, depending on the size of the baked potato. And, if, and if we also put it on the grill, put it in the oven. All right, so with commercial breaks. <laughs> Next Monday on Raw? <laughs> you make the call. <laughs> you make the call. Shit. <laughs> All right, now, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a thousand. You're not gonna lose it anytime soon. You ain't got nowhere to put it. <laughs> you have no, you have no more space to store goods and services. Oh man, you have no, no more teams. You have, you just have random women who are are kicking it with each other long enough to be tag champs. <laughs> just space holders for TV time. That's sad. We got. Oh, you know- so you've heard that rumor about uh, what I've, they plan I've, on doing. I've heard with, no uh, rumors. I've heard no rumors. Ba- <laughs> yeah, you've heard you've heard no rumors. So apparently Baszler and and uh, Ronda Rousey are supposed to get a run as as a tag team. Now obviously you know they're going to be destined for a tag title reign. So obviously, there you have it. You you get you get two of the perennial four horse women of MMA 
as champions. I mean, that's only fitting. But <laughs> Man, we we can let that shit go. We, that four horse women shit, we can let that go. It's they not, they won't. It's not gonna work anymore. I'm sure. I'm sure they still consider themselves as such. Who are, who are you to take away their titles? I'm the commissioner around this bitch. What you <laughs> sure, sure you, you are. Refer to them as whatever you want outside of the confines of this show, but over here, it's like we don't call him Luther. He's Walter over here. Walter, ring general. <laughs> oh boy! And then you then there are you, certain rules and regulations that must be upheld. And then you bring out what? What's the, what's the uh? So you uh. What what's what's my man uh Bartel? What's what's his new name? Fucking uh German racist mm-hmm. scum name that they, they bring back again. Ludwig Borga. No, not Borga. Not Borga. Not Borga, um, but definitely Ludwig von uh uh wrestling ring. Nope. Nope. Nope, not that either. Uh man. Uh Ray Goose. <laughs> Uh, Ludwig uh, Krachenstein. Nope. Ludwig von such and such. Ludwig von von Rescue. Ludwig von Hansen. <laughs> Ludwig Deathsty Ludwig Williams. Ludwig van Hammer. <laughs> no, not him either. Uh, uh. <laughs> Ludwig, Ludwig King Alex Ludwig Wright. Bam Bam Gordy. <laughs> we can do this shit all day long. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> Man, I'm not finna waste no no guy. I'm finna waste no search engine juice on that. Ah. <laughs> I look like oh man this, this is this is what we have to get to his name was marcel we're gonna call him marcel <laughs> mama call him clay hell you mean <laughs> i'm gonna call him clay i'm not finna look okay speaking of name changes why does austin theory now only have one name the same Guess reason which one name it is <laughs> just theory you're not gonna have two austins just like when uh when chad gable shows uh i mean uh, gets his uh Gable Stevenson in the ring with you're not Damn, gonna have other, he gonna lose his in, name too. Up until two weeks ago, the other Austin hadn't wrestled in 20 years. What the fuck are we doing? Who's confused? And by the way, is it Ludwig Kaiser Kaiser Rolls name? Kaiser Kaiser. No nobody. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Kaiser. Nine. Yeah, have fun with that. Nine with your bitch ass. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <nit. laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh, Laven. <laughs> Farfik Nugent, face ass. Kill Bossa. <laughs> oh, shit. But who, who, tell me, tell me who is confused by Austin Theory and stunt, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell, stunning Steve Austin. Who's going to be confused? Who's going to be confused with uh, Chad Gable and Gable Steveson? Only half of that's right. And that's only all on. All I'm saying is, I, I, <laughs> oh come on, man. Who, who's supposed who who who's supposed to be confused, bro? And uh, no, I'm still here, man. I'm just making sure my my dude and his family they're getting ready to head back to San Antonio. Oh, they're heading back tonight. You're... Yeah, they're heading back tonight, man. Bryson's got to work tomorrow. He's a executive with uh, what is it, Black Rifle Coffee Company? Oh shit! Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's, he's 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 the vice president and chief 
<laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. No, he works. He works for. He works for. He works customer service for a, a coffee company. He's I'm gonna be back tomorrow. I'm gonna say fuck customer service. Shit, I, I, I need a bag. I like. I drink coffee. <laughs> I'm gonna say we need to have a conversation. <laughs> Yeah, he said. Hit, he said, "Hit him in the DMs, and he's got you, bro." Ah, shit! Here we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, we got, we got outside and in this bitch simultaneously. We got one more bit of business before we, uh, before we get up out of here, man. We had a, a conversation about uh, WrestleMania moments, and yes, and we were talking about Cody's, uh, Cody's appearance, and then we also went off into a tangent about. Uh, the whole fiasco that was the jackass match and then we also started talking about Austin showing up on not one but two nights and then showing up on night one at three hours and 16 minutes into the damn show um, but this conversation originated because Wood had Cody's debut ranked really high as far as WrestleMania re- really high only from the reaction of the crowd but then I think after having a conversation with Suave that shit would weigh down way fast way down <laughs> way fast because as we know fuck them we make the rules over here so that said tony snow let's we're going to create a mixtape here suave already has a bunch of moments in here and i would i would dare say these are on this list um give me give me some moments we, we're not going to even like put them in order or take turns we're just going to throw them out there Give me some of your favorite all-time WrestleMania moments. And also, Bryson, if you can hear this, you as well. Just just chime in as you will. Yeah, I'm going to let Bryson start with one or two because they're about to bounce. So I'm going to let him get in on this before he goes. Right Best on. favorite WrestleMania moments of all time. Some of the standout. Um, Sean and um, Taker. I was there. That was 25. Sean and Flair. Oh, man. Yes. Those are the, oh, and then the... I had to say the the RKO, the pop-up RKO from Rollins, because I actually, I watched that one in Korea, and it's like the biggest memory I have of watching wrestling in Korea was a bunch of us sitting around in ACUs, because it was Monday in the middle of the day, and we're supposed to be in the motor pool, but we're upstairs at 11 o'clock on a Monday watching WrestleMania. This is at 31, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's funny because I was, I was watching Randy Orton and uh, Rollins talk about it, or one of them talking about it, and they said that they kept practicing that shit over and over that day, and they kept missing it. It was like they kept missing that RK, that pop up RKO, and so they finally just said screw it, and uh, finally just said screw it and did it in the match, and Randy was so psyched up that he like forgot to cover him. The ref had to go over to Randy to cover to pin him. Hey, I mean, guys, you know. for having me. We're headed out. We got a five and a half hour drive. So, yeah, Bryson, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, man. Y'all be safe on that road, man. And we will definitely Great be in trouble. the inbox, man. We'll let you know as soon as we do that, uh, that commentary for you, man. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you. All right, man. Thank you. Bryson really just named off like three of them that Shit. I didn't have. Should we can list, close the show? <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? All right, guys. Hey, much love, guys. Y'all be safe. The lost cause, the lost stuntacular cause, Bryson Scott. Yeah, man. Fucking gold, man. Fuck, I just salt of the fucking earth. Yeah, man. So push your extraordinaire. Uh, but so to me, my whenever people say WrestleMania moments, the first one that pops up is 
Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels ladder match. Uh, Razor at the end holding a title in both hands. And I don't know if that's just fresh in my mind because we just lost Scott Hall. But I'll always remember that's one of the moments. Um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat riding back after he beat Macho Man holding up the Intercontinental title with Yo. George Steele sitting oh. next to him. Yo, let me let me stop you real quick on that one. On it, something. So remember, they actually made a video game that revolved all around WrestleMania three. So that riding to the ring and, and riding back in the ring, you know, riding to the ring, riding back from the ring, all in a ring. That shit was wrestle fest, wrestle fest. Yeah, man, it was never done again. Like the WWE. Yeah, actually, it was. There's a sequel to it. It's called Retromania Wrestling. It's the sequel to Wrestle Fest. Oh no, not the game. I'm talking about the actual riding to the ring in, in oh, okay. the ring. I thought you meant the video game because in Wrestle Fest they actually did the riding to the ring in the fucking video game. Wow. Yeah, and that 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 game has a lot of uh, a lot of uh, vintage characters in it. That's for sure. Yeah, and so another WrestleMania, and it happened to be WrestleMania 3, another WrestleMania moment I'll always remember is uh, Andre the Giant getting pelted with trash riding on the cart with Bobby Heenan. Right, the the, uh, the crying moment. That's Bobby with his head in his hands like, I just <laughs> fucked up the bag. Um, and then um, Macho, Macho and Elizabeth, after Macho loses the Ultimate Warrior, after he like, gets those eight elbow drops on Warrior and Warrior still won and Sherry turned on him. I mean, that, come on. Is, is that like the biggest Superman job of all time? <laughs> I know, right? Um, like, fuck what they used to say about Cena. Like, nobody got up from eight elbow drops. And then um, and then one that was special to me for a different reason. Um, like, my, my earliest memory of wrestling ever was from WrestleMania 2. And it was Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy in the Blue Steel Cage. And I watched that with my granddad and like he's the one that like my earliest wrestling memories were with him. And then I lost him soon after that. I don't really have a whole lot of memories of him other than that. But like the first WrestleMania that I watched by myself after I lost my granddad was WrestleMania four. And I remember I watched it on video and I rented it from a little family video store in Virginia where I lived at. And it was two videotapes, and I had to rent the first one, and then I had to wait, and then go back the next day and return that and rent the <laughs> second one. Take it one. back and get the other one. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and I and I remember, <laughs> I remember that night after the first one, man, I couldn't sleep. Like I was just, I couldn't wait to see what happened. It was that tournament, like the you know the title been vacated, and and there was the tournament for the championship, and uh, that was another Macho Man Randy Savage moment when he when he won the title, but it was kind of overshadowed by Hulk Hogan upstaging him, <laughs> coming in the ring and celebrating with him. Um, and then I guess one or two other moments that kind of stick in my head, but for other reasons, uh, WrestleMania, gosh, which one was it? The Caesars Palace one, was that 11? Caesars uh, Palace was uh, nine. Nine, WrestleMania nine, that stupid, you know, I've always been a Bret Hart fan, and the whole thing at the end where Bret Hart loses, and then he just sends Hogan in, and Hogan gets an instant title shot and wins the belt. Like, I, right. dude, even me as a kid was like, man, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is something. This is some fucked up shit here. I don't know what's going on. And then, um, you know what I remember for that match is is how much salt Fuji threw in Bret Hart's eyes. It was like all, the whole oh, bag, and a whole bucket of salt. Every I every, mean, damn it, bro! The entire bucket of salt, like right there in his face. 
Um, so yeah, you know, and it's crazy with me. A lot of my big time moments are WrestleMania moments. You notice are classic moments. I just, I don't think that the current generation has been able to put up stuff that leaves such a lasting impression. I mean, the closest thing to me, honestly, anywhere recently is Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania 30, where he won the triple threat, triple H, and then won the triple threat, you know? Yeah, but you know, the truth be told, Suave and I can agree on this. The number one all time WrestleMania moment was Brock beating Taker at 30. Uh, I mean, just the fact that the crowd went silent, the streak was never supposed to be broken, and then it just got broken, and no one believed. I remember I was in my house, and the entire crib. One dude, my man Andrew, he said, what the fuck? And I sat there like, it's over. That's it. No one said shit. Speakers up loud, the entire crib silent. And then you see the iconic dude with the glasses and the and the no shirt on just jaw dropped. <laughs> Easily. That 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 has to be the, the number one all-time WrestleMania moment. Um, uh, Brian was on the list for uh, for 30 as well. Um, the end of 20 oh. the end of 20 man oh man just Eddie <laughs> you know what I'm saying just just Eddie man oh, Eddie, and, Eddie, <laughs> yeah. Eddie and Benoit with that hug at the end oh man Eddie, Eddie and the guy we never talk about on this show yeah <laughs> yeah oh, but Eddie and Ray at the or, end or is- or as we refer to him, uh, the unmentionable. He who shall not be yeah, named. yeah. He he, shall, he who shall not be named. Um, wasn't uh, Hogan and uh, and Rocket nineteen? Eighteen. Eighteen. No, eighteen was Austin and Rock, so it had to be nineteen. Austin and Rock was seventeen and nineteen. Seventeen and nineteen. Okay, so it was eighteen. Okay, so wait, so Toronto. Eight, 18, 18 and Hogan and Rock Hall. was Hogan and Rock was WrestleMania X eight. 18. Okay, so yeah, that was Toronto. Okay. The the in Bizarro World. Yeah, the 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 imminent face turn of Hogan and heel turn of Rock during the match, <laughs> but only for the match. <laughs> Again, Canada doesn't give a fuck what you book. We're going to do what we want. They they I want Canadian energy on everything I do. Ca- uh, Canadian WWE wrestling whether it be raw or whether it be broadcast television, I mean, whether it be pay-per-view rather, was the the godfather to the raw after mania. Well, and and on top of that, Toronto was always a huge Hogan town. Hogan did the big event there one year and drew I don't know how many thousand people at a coliseum. That's like, because Hogan. of Commissioner Jack Tunney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking Jack Tunney and, and PCO back when he was getting it in. Boy, uh, uh, Jacques Rougeau, the Rougeau like, brothers. You feel me? We've been we've been large in Canada since forever, ho. I mean, hell, even uh, e- and e- Stu and Stu got the shooters on standby. What what Cyrus uh, dumbass uh, uh Don even Don uh, Callis had when he had this quiz quick run in the E. What was uh what was was causing some some ruckus in the in the name of Canada for that for that company? I just want to and that wasn't with... Cyrus. That was the jackal. The, yes, the same the jackal. same person. Cyrus, <laughs> Cyrus no, no no sir because it's Cyrus and ECW. ECW is a yeah. Joy. 
<laughs> if you have this never is, yeah. seen Cyrus do commentary in ECW, you are cheating yourself. Th- this you're is wasting, all, yes, this is you're true. wasting your subscription to the cock. <laughs> On the cack. <laughs> Dot com. What what time is it? WWE or cack? <laughs> nope. 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 Not at my house. No, thank you. Dude, uh, it was it was worth watching the entire Brock Lesnar Pack McAfee episode just to hear Brock Lesnar say, "And hey, yeah, you can watch Elimination Chamber on Peacock." <laughs> oh, the cack! Oh, the cack! Cack a doodle do. Uh, I swear, I swear, he put extra emphasis on the cock. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Sable does too. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna completely stay out of this because recent events have taught us that everyone does not react to conversation about their old lady the same. Way. I ain't Dude, trying to get, bro, I ain't trying to get slapped because I won't y'all, duck. If y'all haven't seen that episode, that interview, Brock slap you, I'm shooting. If y'all haven't if y'all haven't seen Brock Lesnar's <laughs> interview with McAfee though, it's worth watching, guys. It's it's brilliant. Like oh, he's talking about how he puts his kids to work. He's like, you little bastards ain't getting a free ride. Get your ass out there and do some shit. But his daughter looks just like him. God love her. She looks just like Brock. Well, hell, his son is in NXT. Fucking Harlan. <laughs> Man, you know, you, you, when you when you outside, I mean, that's the, he's the son of two second generation, two first generation wrestlers, rather. So you know, know definitely outside love like that. He's definitely outside and in that bitch. <laughs> simultaneously, simultaneously, but I wasn't supposed. Now see, with him, with him, you can use up in that. Right? Oh, because he's Brock Lesnar, right? <laughs> right. He's already he's already gotten permission. Oh man! <laughs> uh, Thirty-seven. Bianca and Sasha ending night one in the main event, tearing it Kofi down. Mania. Kofi, oh yeah, yeah, Kofi Mania. Um, Tony Hogan Snow slamming Andre at three. Yeah, well, that that was I think that was part of part of what Tony was saying. Tony, what do you what, how do you feel about the uh, the Hardys return at thirty-four? 33. Man, 33, I'm I, sorry. Might get my numbers. 34 was uh in O again. Well, that was during some of my that was right before I was working on staff at Ring of Honor and I was there as a guest. I was at Supercard the night before and they wrestled the Young Bucks in a ladder match. And it was one of the brutal ladder matches I'd ever seen. And um and you know, honestly, dude, seeing it live was cool, but it kind of killed some of the mystique about it because, like, you could see the shit going on, like, you know, referees sitting up tables outside the ring while the camera was on the action in the ring. You know, kind of behind the curtain shit pissed me off a little bit. Like, why the hell would a referee be sitting a table up on the outside? You know, it makes he wanted no to sell money. merch. <laughs> yeah, oh, there he, is. he put his gimmick table up ringside during the match. You feel um, me? But um, but like so when they came out, I was like, "You gotta be shitting me! How are they even fucking walking?" Like seriously, well, I, I was I, don't think, I was just in amazement from the fact that they were there and moving. I don't and think match the moved that the they same since performed and won. Man, <laughs> a whole, whole lot of painkillers. That was also the match Cesaro got his teeth pushed in, literally. 
No, no, no. He got his teeth pushed in here in Dallas at uh, Great Balls of Fire. Was that Great Balls of Fire? I was ringside. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> look, look, at, look at you. Circle gets the square. <laughs> Johnny, tell him what he's won. Uh, let's see here. Brock. A lot of fucking gang shit. Oh, I forgot about that one, Suave. Uh, What's that? If you're, if you're not going to be, if I'm not going out last, I'm going out first. Brock, Brock versus, versus Seth. Seth in the opening match. Man. <laughs> That's 35. So 35, I got a pair of them. Um, let's see what we got. One. Oh, Tyson decking Shawn Michaels at the end of 14. Oh, yeah, that turn. Yeah. 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 Uh, Mike Tyson is an Austin guy. Austin McMahon, uh, 17. I still think that I had the possibility of being the greatest had Austin done that stunner. But if he, you know, if that's one of those huge what ifs. What happens if Austin does do the stunner on McMahon at the end of 17 after he raised his hand? We still count money like we was doing before that. But he wanted to try a heel turn and it wasn't what the people wanted. What, what we what so we what got was nine was 20, 21 years of what is what we got out of that. Uh, audience of one. <laughs> That's what we got is audience of one, and that one for that night was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, what? What? <laughs> uh, and then what Seth, is right? Seth's what? cash in. It was that that was probably the most assholeish cash in outside of uh, outside of Edge that we've ever seen. But that Wait, cash, cash in mostly, in how about the most asshole is cash in the man's entire family was there watching his moment. <laughs> I forget you're talking about almost 80,000 people, 30, yeah, 31. <laughs> 31 is the greatest cash in of all time. <laughs> I've seen it referred to, I said it early on the show, I've seen it referred to uh, on the internet as the heist of the century. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty accurate, yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty damn accurate. accurate. Uh, pretty accurate. Yeah, I think that that pretty much does it, man. That, that gives people a lot of homework. I'm not gonna run them all back to you because it's a lot of shit that we all said. But uh, this that, feels like this should be a tournament at some point. We need to decide the greatest. Oh shit! We haven't done one in a while either. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. The and Tony Snow has never joined us for one either. Tony Snow no. has never been a part of a tournament. Wow. I have, I have not. I have, I have not. I decided I'd go ahead and let you guys have a chance of winning some. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you can't it's, ban the snowman. Snow. <laughs> yeah, we can't ban the snowman from these tournaments. He got to get some of his work, too. Yeah, know, man. Right? Sure, hey, man. Show up BrokenPistolBC.com, BrokenPistolBC at gmail.com. We haven't done that shit in a minute either. We've been too active with we're trying to get through these match cards and shit like that. Uh, Broken Pistol Logic with the shit. You can't write this. Price just went up. Shouts out to my man, Ron Murray. I'm, su I'm surprised I even said that shit, but whatever. Uh, mark my words and fuck the casual fan. We got an unofficial official hashtag. Uh, <laughs> we go with the initials, but on on this bitch right here. A whole lot of fucking gang shit. And then ha hashtag hashtag Baba Dumplings. Uh, <laughs> hashtag outside <laughs> bitch simultaneously. <laughs> yes, we gotta figure out how to make this. Bro, work. can y'all tell? Okay, I want to say something though, and I was talking about this earlier with Bryson, and I want to get your take on this real quick, Wood. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, 
Dude, because you know we've been talking about the Briscoes a lot recently. Yep. And you know uh-huh. I was talking about how I think Tony ha- Con- Conos was just trying to take the titles off of him to dis- distance himself, right? Con- tell me, tell me why. Con- tell me. Why. Tell- <laughs> there we go. Every time, every time you play that trigger, a new uh, wrestler from WWE gets signed. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, tell- Gee, wait, we need a kickback then. <laughs> tell me why. During the collective WrestleMania weekend in Dallas, one of the five matches the Briscoes had was against the Hate Club for the GCW Tag Titles, Nick Gage and the other guy. And they won. They won these brand new gorgeous GCW Tag Team Titles. They look incredible. Oh, man. Three days later. Oh, man. At a GCW pay-per-view in California, they have dropped the titles to Bussy. What? Which, first, first of all, first of all, the Effie, name of the tag Effie, team is Effie Bussy. And Al, Effie nope. and Alley Catch, Bussy. <laughs> I'm out. And the way that they did it, the entire match, but, uh, Allie was on the outside most of the match. She hardly did anything. When she would come in, they would just shit can her back to the outside. She hardly had any fucking spots at all. It was basically just them beating the shit out of Effie the whole match. But then at the end, a bunch of idiots come in from the outside and run in and just start beating the crap out of the Briscoes with chairs and and Bussy gets their finishers in and win the fucking titles. So what's your question? Because I, I have an answer for you. My question is why are <laughs> is everyone bearing the Briscoes? Is this It's not oh, everyone. It's not everyone. Let me Why is GCW taking the belts off of them right after they just gave them to them? Right after Ring of Honor took the belts off of them. And it I- looks like Promotions are distancing themselves from these guys. I said this uh, a few episodes back. I'm standing on it. We had a whole episode damn near dedicated to the story, the trials and tribulations of the Briscoes. And I've said some very uh, pointed statements. But at the same time, I ended my statements by saying I would love to interview them. I'm still going to continue to watch them. Right. That yeah, said, and, and, and I and I respect that, and I hope we can make that shit happen. That'd be dope. It's going to. I'm putting it in the air. That's going to happen sooner than later. <laughs> Manifestation. Now that said, Suave and I witnessed uh, a GCW. We we bought our first GCW pay per view earlier this year, and it was pretty. It was pretty um, exciting. It was eye opening. There was some. There was some some slow spots in there, but you lost me. With how you took the belts off the Briscoes. Completely lost me with that one. So for them to go through this entire shitstorm when it looks like they were on the cusp of actually going on to Wednesday and Friday nights for the foreseeable future or for the unforeseeable future, they lose at Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor. And let me double back and say again. Why did we end up buying the, the tickets for that one event out of all the events? Well, because my work schedule allowed me to work to get to just that one event. And the one thing we wanted to see if we we're going to see anything was going to be history with the Briscoes and the fucking FTR. Right now, they win the GCW belts here in Dallas and then they lose them again in Cali to Bussy. You first off, take them off of them on pay-per-view in the most egregious way possible just to celebrate Nick Gage. Cool. He's the homegrown talent. Hammerstein, screwjob. Fine. 
This Cali shit makes absolutely no sense. Ali Katz deserves better. Uh, Effie deserves. Effie's always he's he's a mainstay, so he's he's like a he's like a Nick Gage there as well. But Mark and Jay, they definitely deserved better than that shit. Um, <sighs> Impact has offered them something, so we will be seeing them on Impact. They started they started showing the uh, multiverse matches on Impact TV recently. I think it's actually starting last week. And uh, speaking, start to interject. Speaking of impact, real quick, the Good Brothers Impact deal expires next month. Uh oh, and, and there's a what? there's a round of TV tapings, I believe, in two weeks uh, that involves the Briscoes in New York with the Good Brothers there. Title change. Uh, you see what I'm? You see where we're going with this? So, I mean, is Impact in a position to say no? Well, Suave, you've always said blame Canada. It's not a real country anyway. <laughs> Anthem is I a mean, I, is, is not, based in Canada, even though they have buddy, presence. It, it, not your guy, pal. Not your pal, friend. <laughs> not your friend, not your, guy. I'm not your friend, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> not your buddy, guy. I'm not your guy, chief. <laughs> <laughs> have you acknowledged your tribal chief today? We just have. <laughs> what did I say about Canada a few minutes ago? Bizarre Land. They have. We don't care what you booked. We're gonna do what we want. So if Canada's type energy is functioning and impact, then we have a home for the Briscoes for the time being. Now that's 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 some really egotistical shit to be Canadian and do this shit on American television. You're so, literally. You're, no, I'm I'm with you. I'm, you're literally giving guys who deserve it a healthy bag. When everybody else in this country said "fuck you" and your bag, and they and 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 they, ain't, they haven't even really said it, people are scared to tiptoe on the idea of even having them on TV for fear that they may lose a bag. That's worse. That's worse than saying "fuck your bag," like, which would kind of lead to a, a topic we didn't have on the agenda, but I've been seeing floating about. 2023 when it comes up and what the future of AEW might be on TNT and TBS. Okay, so great, great. So we will end it with this one then. Perfect. Tony Snow. (laughs) He's taking a dab. (laughs) (laughs) You keep catching him in in mid roll. Mid dab there. You you work for uh, for Ring of Honor under the Sinclair regime. Yes. There were numerous options for TV simply because of the t- the Sinclair and Tribune merger. Now that that's out the window for ROH, if Turner decides or TBS and TNT specifically decide because of this Warner Media. Discovery Plus merger or Discovery Media mer- a merger uh, that they don't want wrestling on their TV uh, on their TV uh, networks anymore. Who do you see being a viable entity to pick up AEW in the U.S.? Pick up AEW? Yes. Oh man. Um, honestly, I mean, you know. A, a few years ago, if you would have told me that Fox was going to be getting into pro wrestling, I would have said you were an idiot because there's no way that a big name <laughs> network is going to be showing pro wrestling. But here, uh, we, but here we are, two years and one billion dollars later. <laughs> uh, 
but when you look at it now, major pro wrestling is more mainstream than it's ever been. Um, it, it may not be as popular as it's ever been, but it's accepted as entertainment on a wider scale than ever. The, the, the right. biggest popularity ever in pro wrestling, still in my opinion, was the Attitude Era because that was when they were getting millions of viewers on TV every week, no matter what they showed. And some of those episodes were pre-tapes and they were still getting millions of viewers. More kids but got suspended now, from school from pro wrestling in the, in the late 1990s than any other era in history. Go ahead. But now there's more fans overall because wrestling is accepted on a broader scale by more people. And the entertainment um, industry is more content hungry than they've ever been because everyone exa- wants an over the top platform. Exactly. So now you have WWE on Fox. You have WWE and WWE's entire library on NBC. Right. Peacock is NBC, guys. You know what I'm saying? So honestly, if AEW needs to find a new home, especially now that they have the assets of Ring of Honor, which it would be nice to see Ring of Honor on an actual major TV carrier because they're still putting out new TV. They've been putting out TV that they've had taped for a while through the hiatus. They just broadcast it on a lot of streaming um, TV um, companies like Pluto and Stir TV. Stir TV, they put a lot of their stuff on. And it's, um, and it's still on Ring of Honor, uh, Ring of Honor Wrestler.com and also on yeah. uh, YouTube. Yeah, so you can still you can still watch it, but I said all that to say this, man. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, ABC or CBS picked up AEW. Wow, so okay because NBC's CBS already CBS Sports. In, in, I can see exactly because NBC has NBC has WWE with Peacock, Fox News has WWE, and pro wrestling is seen as sports now more than ever. Whenever there's a big pay per view, you can always see the card rundown and all on SportsIllustrated.com. <coughs> <clears throat> Bleacher Report carries <laughs> all their stuff, so I it's, love it's it. as a sport now that more than ever. So I, yeah, CBS Sports, I think, is where it's going to land if it does. All right, so let's, uh, talk, let's let's talk a little bit more business here. So we're talking conglomerate. So uh, NBC has been married to WWE going back to the shit 1990s, if not beyond, because uh, late you, 80s with Saturday Night. Uh, what is it? Saturday night uh, main event. Well, if we if we can go back further than that, because uh, if we talk about the lineage, similar to like the title belts, quote unquote, uh, USA wasn't always an NBC property, but now it is. So if you want to talk about from this from its infancy, WWE has always been on USA for the modern era, in, in terms of cable television, with the exception right. of that two year stint over in uh, at TNN. Now, I bring up TNN because. Viacom is who owns TNN, also who owns CBS. You also have, uh, you said ABC. Well, guess who owns ABC? Disney. That mouse? Yeah. Also owns ESPN. Now, ESPN Plus, that's a sleeper spot. I keep bringing it up every time we talk about somebody taking their talents elsewhere. They need content as bad as anybody. And ESPN needs content. The one thing WWE has proven is that even to the fan chagrin, a move from platforms is not necessarily a bad thing. And it's something that people will wait for because our dumbasses took that $1 a month shit and ran with it until we got enough content to where we actually could be halfway happy with the new transition on peak on the CAC. 
the cack. <laughs> the cack. <laughs> so, if AEW, who does not have an, uh, an over-the-top home right now, they have pay-per-views literally in three different places. Uh, if they go somewhere not named HBO Max and drop all their content on, uh, one great place to do so would either be um, Fox, which WWE has and has over the top, has and has their uh, has SmackDown in their cloud, or uh, ESPN Plus, which has absolutely no professional wrestling in its cloud. And Kanos will be able to leverage the fact that he's part of the ownership conglomerate of the Jacksonville Jaguars. That matters for something. Oh boy. Imagine, imagine getting a Saturday night's main event on ABC. Now you've had Saturday night's main event on USA. I'm sorry, on uh, NBC, Fox, and now ABC. All that's left would be CBS if you were to even pull that card. I think CBS Sports is is a is a real place. Um, Paramount Plus is probably somewhere that would you know put a bid in. Also Viacom. But Par- but uh, Paramount Plus would be so Paramount Plus uh, the Paramount Network rather hasn't really been shit since they lost a uh, a uh, uh, Bellator and Bellator is on Showtime now. I don't I can't say anybody's going out of their way to watch Bellator on Showtime. Hell, okay. I can't even say people are going out of their way to watch uh, live boxing on Showtime. Facts. So let's peep this. Let's let's say it's not a a national network. Let's say it's not a free network that picks this up. Okay. What's to stop a Showtime from saying, you know, we'll bring you in? Because, look, ABC, to me, feels a little too white-collar for professional wrestling as it is presented on on AEW TV. There'd have to be way too many changes. You're not going to see hardcore matches on free TV. (laughs) Nobody's bleeding on free television on ABC. You're not going to drop shit or a random fuck from a crowd on free TV. Right, but on Showtime, you can get real active. You can be outside and in this bitch simultaneously. <laughs> but th- it also makes me think about, okay, MLW just filed a lawsuit against WWE for basically shortstopping their play of trying to get on a network. <laughs> they Kano's cannot they let literally 20- jumped a shark. Go ahead. <laughs> right, Kano's cannot let 2023 get here without a plan B. Because if you out here in these streets... And, and you ain't if you out here in these streets if you, you outside and in this bitch no no <laughs> no 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 no. this is different if oh, you out here in these streets and you ain't chose up yet somebody liable to peel your pockets back if you don't know what I mean when I say that you need to watch Bossing Up dude and, and, and how about just from this past week one last thing how about uh, Cody and Miz's exchange the whole belt uh, title Sports entertainer, wrestler, superstar, that shit. Did y'all catch that? So I'm glad you brought that Indeed up. Indeed we did. So that, that's actually what we started the show off with was talking about the future of Kodak, Kodak uh, booking Kodak, uh, Cody's future. I thought you were going to say Kodak Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Kodak Rose, bitch. Bro. Yeah. Wrestling has more than one super gremlin. <laughs> yeah. So super nightmare gremlin what what do I knew, bla- I knew the blade would cut but i still bled because i'm a gremlin <laughs> do we do we actually I think we need a whole episode of tony snow reading kodak black lyrics <laughs> just as 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 uh as uh as a book not even as a rap just as a book 
Yeah, you just have to read them all, print them out and read them. Like, and he needs to be as high as Jupiter when he does it. <laughs> you mean now? So, so, so on a Tuesday. <laughs> yes, on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we got. We also have to make sure that he's outside and in this bitch simultaneously. Simultaneously. Do we think? So, the the whole saying forbidden words shit, right? That's one thing. What if this whole leak of this story about the booking for Money in the Bank is also part of this same universe? I certainly hope so. I do. For that reason, I definitely hope so. I hate talking. Cody's smart enough to start feeding feeding people like mis misinformed news. Hell, they're gonna run with it anyway. It's it's no secret that I love the business aspect of this business more than anything else at this point. But I, I at the end of the day, I'm still a fan. And I would love, I would love for someone who is a student of the business, bred for the business, who is opening up the business tongue in cheek on TV to do something like this. Because this goes right into the Tony, uh, the Tony Khan playbook. What we need to pull from the Tony Khan playbook is going on Twitter and essentially announcing that there is a, a CD campaign to defame AEW by Twitter bots. <laughs> That's what we have to not do. Uh, we for, did, we, did we not mention that last week? No. Oh, man. Well, that, here, here, I guess here we'll end up with this one then. <laughs> Just, I'm glad I didn't give the uh, the social medias yet because I can do that last. Oh. Uh, let let me find this bullshit. This this unsubstantiated claim. <laughs> it's this this egregious uh, yeah, violation got, of antitrust laws. You gotta laws. read it verbatim. So, the, the, so egregious. The, uh, this egregious gotta, violation of antitrust laws. Let me see here. Uh, uh, so Tony Khan was outside of his mind and in his feelings simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I quote. And this is why you can't ban the snowman. And I quote: An independent study has confirmed that much of the staunch anti AEW online community aren't real individuals. It's a staff running thousands of accounts plus an army of bots to signal boost them. Look closely; these aren't real people. Who paid for such a quote unquote wildly expensive thing? How do you, you. Know it's wildly expensive? <laughs> <laughs> who who would, how would how who, would one know the price tag on that? Who would do that? Just to say he did it. Like how would you how would you know the sticker price on a Tesla if you've never been to the dealership? Because price just went up. Oh, you've never looked it up online. <laughs> there you have. <laughs> I, I don't know the active price on a brick. You know why? Because I'm not a drug dealer. Oh man! Uh, so, um, he, so he, I just I, I just got an interesting message sent to my phone, but I can't talk about it on the air. So as soon as we get off the air, we got a little breaking story for y'all. Well, bet that, that perfect timing. Uh, at Broken Pistol BC on all things social. That's at Broken Pistol BC on what? Everything. 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 Bitch. <laughs> Swap. Thank you. Yo. Thank you, Tony Snow. We appreciate you as always, my brother. You're welcome anytime, as you know that. 
My pleasure, man. You're my gang, because where the gang goes, the gang goes. Gang, thank gang. you for uh, thank you for talking to my homie Bryson, man. Man, he's our homie Absolutely. now too. I'm gonna give me some coffee. Suave, take us to the house. Thank you, Braun Strowman, for you know stopping the news cycle on Kanos, because uh, otherwise that joke would have run for as long. Adam Shear possibly milk it. Adam Shear is controlling his own narrative, literally outside well, and in, in his bitch simultaneously. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I'm gonna control the end of this podcast. Shout out to my pencil, boy Jordan Oliver. My bad. Pencil pushers. Heads up, pencils down.